senior officer fired his weapon twice, striking the suspect at least once in the upper torso. McLean was transported from the scene to a hospital where he was later pronounced dead. Okay, yeah, with a kill shot, I guess he would be. Dozens of people demonstrated outside Pasadena's La Pintoresca Park on Sunday in response to the fatal shooting and to demand transparency from the police department about what happened. Quote, this guy's got a son got cousins, uncles, everybody that loves him, a community, look, the community came out for Anthony, family friend, Colina Winbush said, video taken after the shooting, showing McLean on the ground in handcuffs, with an officer appearing to be on his back caused outrage in the community and raised questions about how he was treated after being shot. Pasadena needs to care more about community instead of coming against us because of our color. McLean's ex-girlfriend Kimberly Jenkins said. A Pasadena Police Department spokesperson says an automatic handgun was recovered from the scene but loved ones and community members want more answers about what transpired during the altercation. Quote, this is the community showing that we can come together without violence to fight for justice. I hope we get it, Jenkins said. Pasadena Police Department says it is gathering the officers' body-worn cameras from the incident and plans to release that video as soon as possible. Anyone with information about the shooting is asked to call Pasadena Police at Area code 626-744-4241. Area code 626-744-4241.
Mary says LAPD releases video of officer shooting protester in groin. In the video, an officer can be seen shooting a protester in the groin with a foam gun I believe it trails off before they finish it KCAL 9 news reporting let's try to pull this one up LAPD releases video of officer shooting protester in groin with foam projectile. There you go, the protester told the LA Times an officer had grabbed the sign, waiting to fight the police away from him and a friend, then shoved the friend to the ground. He said when he went to help his friend, he felt intense pain and realized he had been shot in the groin. The LAPD is now investigating this officer's use of force. Hmm. In fairness to the officers, their job is utterly, utterly dangerous and mean that in just the cliche oh the police officer's job is dangerous and you know the rest fill in the blank I'm saying beyond what we can imagine in communities of color no <laughs> no this is a media bias um, as you notice they don't talk about uh, the other communities very much they focus on South LA or certain areas in other cities where people of color are are living in. There's a a long-standing history of tensions and the story just gives you a quick glimpse, a tiny window into a long-standing history. By the time it reaches a shooting there is so much history 
certainly news reports don't don't include that. They hardly ever include that. <laughs> when, when even when uh, anyone reads it, I don't care if they were there right on the scene when it happened. When you read the report that the media writes, you wonder where were they? I was there. What? How did they walk away with with this perspective? But you see, the story is written, and then it's run through so many other higher up until it's uh, rewritten from the time the the reporter wrote it, and you end up with a story that. You're lucky if it comes even close, <laughs> close to what really happened. And for sure, it's not going to include what the officers experienced year in and year out going into these areas in Los Angeles. And again, not just communities of color. No, no, no. No, no, no. Believe it or leave it alone. Okay, this one is a, sounds like it's a little more detailed about the foam projectile. Let's go over it. Bring the print up and see if it reveals any more information. Yeah, we heard the the protester told the Los Angeles Times that an officer had grabbed a sign reading defund the police away from him and a friend and then shoved the friend to the ground. He said when he went to go help his friend, he felt an intense pain and realized that he had been shot in the groin LAPD said it had launched an internal investigation into the officer's use of force. Well, that doesn't give us anything more than what we've heard. Well, let's go across town to the west Valley, where officers respond, responds to report of party at Sherman Oaks home. They are having these uh, parties in violation of the mayor's order not to have large gatherings. Having the 
these parties anyhow and the uh, penalty according to one of the broadcasters the penalty can be they'll cut off your water and electricity but I, I don't see how that's going to do anything other than spread COVID that's worse than having these huge parties it says LAPD responds to report of party at Sherman Oaks home okay that's what you might call upscale homes September 17th 10.43pm by the the CBS LA staff been identified as an Asian male in his 30s. that it was a male Asian in his 30s. 
is covering the earthquake at 4.5 and according to last night's news the Dr. Lucy Jones she was saying the first hour after the hard jolt is most critical if there's another magnitude higher the magnitude measures the the pressure pressure in the ground if it's the, if the aftershock is more powerful than the previous the initial quake then that's not a good sign that's uh, uh, definitely time to get the grab bag by the door and grab the dog, the cat, grandma, the keys, everybody out the door. That's a bad sign. (laughs) But we were fortunate. We had a, a very powerful shake and we were far, far from the epicenter epicenter I believe was El Monte in the San Gabriel Valley and the Dr. Jones was saying in her report that if uh, she was in Santa Monica she would maybe not feel it if she was asleep it would maybe not wake her up Depends on where you are that determines how you experience, how much shaking you experience. And anything, anytime an earthquake hits, even if it's just a little rock, it's it's frightening. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't take a giant Five point six point no. It's it's jarring and scaring. And if the if you're in a um, area where the buildings are up to code, then your building will sit on rollers. If it's a giant property, townhomes, condos, apartments, whatever buildings have to be retrofitted to the standard whether it was the last standard was in the 70s 80s 90s I can't say but the building has to sit on rollers and when the quake hits then the building will sway from side to side instead of snapping and falling over or collapsing on top of people, the building. If it's a, if it's not a 
strong, severe earthquake. If it's a quake shaking, then you're likely to be okay if your building is retrofitted. So far, anyhow. But the earthquake doesn't play by man-made rules. And what worked yesterday may not work today. So, um, it's a throw of the dice. That's what it is. Like anything else, there's risks involved. decide is it worth staying in the area for the beauty and all the amenities and advantages for the trade-off the negatives and it seems like the negatives are getting uh, to be more than the positives for a lot of people and the earthquakes and the floods and the riots and all of that show up around the same time then people people take a, a different attitude about sunshine year round and a few advantages take a whole different look well we're still scrolling here she has news about road closures fear and fatigue drone flying is prohibited road closed ahead Video play, we'll try. Nothing beats a failure, but a try. Spewing from the Highway 39 flare-up, just one part of the 72,000-acre bobcat fire. It roared to life in the middle of the Angeles National Forest today, forcing new evacuations for residents in the canyons. Pictures of the smoke cloud spread across social media as people shared their view and their concerns. Crews have battled all day to keep the flames from reaching Wrightwood. Joe Casas lives at the base of the National Forest in Azusa Canyon. His iPhone is loaded with pictures of a summer on fire. It's on a whole different level this year because it's been ongoing for several weeks and um, seems like we've had more than one fire. He and others in the foothills have fire fatigue. Flames got too close weeks ago. Now they're dealing with constant ash, smoke, and worry as the Bobcat fire rages in its second week. But recently it, it was very dark and cloudy. You couldn't come outside. I certainly wouldn't have been out here um, and and that does affect your psyche overnight another branch of the blaze got within 100 feet of mount wilson fire crews are holding the line to protect the historic observatory and communication towers on the mountaintop there but it hasn't been easy uh, a lot of it revolves around weather visibility so for about three to five days we couldn't get any aviation assets up here this is old growth brush and big trees with uh, not so much fire in the last hundred years so the buildup was there a lot of uh, steep terrain 
the smoke cloud has been so big and so threatening that local police departments had to put out uh, some releases today reassuring residents that there was no imminent threat to the cities. In Azusa, I'm Lori Perez, There's trade-offs, the positives and the negatives, and it's just so much beauty there in those communities that are at the foothills of the mountains. It's just so beautiful, you know, and if you can live with the bears, <laughs> the bears and the big cats. Everybody loves to see the deers. If you can live that close to nature and know that it's uh, their home too, they were there first, then it's beautiful. Oh my goodness. I'm still scrolling here one day ago we're looking at CBS 2 KCAL 9 it's CBS Los Angeles Channel 9 this one says Irvine attorney sentenced to life in prison in cruise ship death of wife okay sex prosecutors say Conte's hope to inherit a million dollars after her death now he will spend the rest of his life in prison without the possibility of parole. Contes was convicted back in June. That's Lonnie Cocantes. He was convicted of throwing his wife overboard off the cruise ship, one of the Mediterranean cruise ships. This is good news here. This, uh, we have two of these. These are like the Ferraris of switches, so it really gives us the versatility to do whatever we want. And you know, I have been saying it over and over it's the imagination is the limitation here. It really truly is. The stuff we can do, no one else can. All right, the charges are bringing the SoFi Stadium experience inside the homes of fans, and you can download the home turf app for exclusive stadium content like the actual video board graphics and features and exclusive live chats. Okay, that was good news. Bolt Vision, the SoFi Stadium, the new stadium in Inglewood. Charges home. You can download the app to see it. Good morning. Investigators say home invasions in the middle of the night are rare, especially in a neighborhood like this. It appears the two men who tried to get into the back of this home behind me didn't expect anyone to be up and armed. 
usually like our neighborhood's pretty quiet, so I knew something was wrong, and then like my dog was barking. Delilah Perez was concerned when she saw deputies searching her Pico Rivera neighborhood overnight. But it wasn't until this morning that her family found out there had been a deadly home invasion attempt. They say there is very little crime in the area. I was a little surprised, but you know, it could happen anywhere nowadays, you never know. Deputies say a man living in the back part of this home on Serapis Avenue grabbed his handgun when he heard two people trying to break in. He shot the first suspect who had broken a window and was making entry. The uh, the resident then went out of the patio to uh, check out the back patio, found a second suspect. That suspect, he believed, was reaching for a handgun. So deputies say he shot the second suspect, killing him. They later found out the first suspect had been hit in the chest and a woman in a getaway car had driven him to the hospital. Investigators have not identified either man, but say they may be connected to a gang. Neighbors are wondering if this was a random crime or if the home was targeted. People coming in, coming out, and you know, bicycles. So a lot of people are just outside most of the times. Investigators are interviewing the man who shot the suspects to see if there is any connection. They have not said whether he could face any charges. Neighbors think he was right to defend himself. If I'm sleeping, then someone's trying to break into my door. I have to do something like that. I don't know, but I said it's like an instinct. Now, deputies say the man who was wounded is still in the hospital. The woman who drove him there, sheriffs took her into custody. Martha, we'll send it back to you. All right, Tina, thank you very much. That's the tricky part. That shot injured for a home invasion in Pico Rivera. Okay, we'll skip over the Hollywood scene. Still milking Hollywood, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's story. We'll skip over all of that. We'll be printing that, reporting that story when those people are still dead and gone. Everybody. And we lost Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg dead at age 87. And she battled back so strong and long different horrible illnesses she just battled on didn't miss a beat God rest her soul she was such a an awesome person
this might be good news a new law protecting COVID-19 workers signed into law seems though that these stories are just a, a second or two it's a video second or two and by the time click on it, it's almost over. They were not required to alert employees if co-workers contracted COVID-19 or if there's an outbreak in the workplace. That changed, though, with the governor's signature. Governor Newsom approved two laws that protect workers from being exposed to COVID-19. They now require employers to notify workers of worksite exposure to the disease. And he thinks several key players, including Assemblywoman Eloise Reyes of San Bernardino for helping to correct a glaring oversight. I think one of the things that we all recognize is we have to reconcile the realities and the disparities that persist uh, that uh, remain even more raw and more real in this pandemic and exposed uh, those gaps in very pronounced and profound ways. Until today, existing state law did not require that employees be notified of COVID-19 exposures in the workplace with tragic results. The new laws also require companies to report any outbreaks to local health officials within 48 hours of obtaining that information. Yes, workers need to be protected, that's for sure. so many of them and it's been going on for so long and it's still in the news Prosecutors claim he raped a 23-year-old woman in 2001 and two other women in 2003 at his Hollywood Hills home. He was arrested in June and has been free on bail since. Masterson's arraignment was postponed for about a month, so he didn't enter a plea. The actor could face up to 45 years in prison if convicted. Actor Danny Masterson. Let's see this one. 
month. Tonight's spotlight is on Nuri Martinez. Martinez made history becoming the first Latina to be named president of the Los Angeles City Council and only the second woman ever to serve as city council president. Goodness, good news. This is Hispanic Heritage Month beginning on the 15th of September. We're in the last week anyhow. We have a couple of posts already, a couple of episodes celebrating Hispanic Heritage Well, it should be. It really should be. And then again, this is KCAL 9 and CBS 2. out site with videos back to back side by side this is Trump admin to ban TikTok we chat from app stores beginning Sunday use it and and the app WeChat every day. Once the government is targeting those Chinese-owned apps over security concerns and is about to ban new downloads. Now, while current users won't lose any access, many are worried, as CBS 2's Christine Lazar shows us. Ten-year-old Ali Mafris and her eight-year-old brother Ryan are obsessed with TikTok. It's um, very important. Well, not as important as school and other priorities, but... It's very important because it's like a really cool, fun thing to do. I think it's a creative outlet. The app isn't going away, at least right now, but their mom, Alyssa, is concerned. They've enjoyed using TikTok as a creative outlet, especially during the pandemic when they've had a lot of downtime. Starting Monday, Chinese mobile app TikTok and WeChat will be banned from the App Store, and existing users will not receive updates, opening up users to more cybersecurity issues. And if TikTok doesn't find a buyer within the next two months, it could be shut down entirely. In a news release, the U.S. Commerce Department said the Chinese Communist Party has the means and motives to use these apps to threaten national security, foreign policy, and the economy, and said the order seeks to combat China's malicious collection of American citizens' personal data. Shara Timkin is a senior reporter at CNET. So when you download any app, it asks for all of these permissions. It asks to have access to, say, your camera, your microphone. It also asks to see who your contacts are, um, you know, your location data. So the fear is that this could be used by the Chinese government for cyber espionage. TikTok has vowed to challenge the ban, and the ACLU is calling it a violation of the First Amendment. Government no longer wants TikTok to be owned by a Chinese company, but the app's parent company, ByteDance, wants the U.S. software company Oracle to be able to oversee it instead. They'd be able to look at their technology, they'd be able to monitor what's going on with the app to be sure that no data is being shared with China, uh, that everything is secure. Um, It's still unclear if the U.S. government is going to approve that. The government has also banned entities from hosting data for WeChat or processing any payments for the app, essentially rendering it unusable come Monday. Christine Lazar, CBS 2 News.
well, that doesn't say much, but there you have it. How are they any different from any of the other apps that we use that ask for all the same information? saying hurry up November 3rd hurry up January 21st and dear God oh dear God let us not repeat the last four years ever well there's a story here about Little Street in Westlake District undergoes big traffic safety changes. That should be good news. (laughs) Any upgrade to traffic here is good news. unveiled today. Parents and L.A. City transportation officials applauded as the first children walked safely across the news crosswalk on Little Street in the Westlake District. It's one of several improvements to make it safer for children to get to Esperanza Middle School. Little Street is between 7th Street and Wilshire Boulevard. We converted this into a one-way street so that all the traffic comes in the same direction. And there's an area where the the children can safely get out of cars. Uh, Parents can park and walk their kids into the classroom. Kids can cross the street safely with shorter crosswalks. The design added a traffic signal on Wilshire Boulevard and flashing lights on 7th Street. It's all part of the LADOT's Safe Routes for School program. Bravo, bravo. That's good news. It's just one of the biggest elephants in the room, the traffic, the lack of of, uh, upgrades and devices that are needed to keep pedestrians safe and traffic moving. It's any little tiny improvement is just just wonderful if you can save one life and nobody wants a child injured or anyone else but especially the children because you know they are dependent upon the adults to protect charges of poaching sea life from White Point Beach in San Pedro. Let's see what's going on there. It's a beautiful place to be if you can stay clear of all the fish canneries. <laughs> Putting its entire ecosystem in danger. LA City Attorney Mike Fuhrer says these photos show just some of the mussels turban snails and sea urchins that were fished out of the tide pools at White Point Beach. He says the Department of Fish and Wildlife 
was alerted back in May of crows that were carrying crowbars, screwdrivers, and other tools to pry the marine life from their habitat. You can't just take sea creatures in whatever quantity you want, whenever you want, from these tide pools, and that's why we're prosecuting. Yeah, there's signs everywhere. Remember going as a kid? Yeah. It's very clear. The charges are mostly misdemeanors, though, that carry punishments of up to six months in jail and a thousand dollar fine. Until people of color do it, and then they will start shooting and killing people for that. But right now, we must not have very many. Well, as a matter of fact, San Pedro Harbor area, you're not going to have that many people of color. You will have some, but if we dare show up down there, we are. taking your life into your own hands. I'll never forget all the time they told me go back to Africa and all kind of racial slurs and then when they needed a permit to build on their home or needed a favor from the government, oh Can't you please come over for coffee? Can't you please uh, stop working and come over? You gotta have a lot of chill and flex. <laughs> a lot of flex and chill to be able to <laughs> to uh, hang in some of the parts of this big Los Angeles County. <laughs> just about every every type of character under the sun we'll keep searching for more good news the air is better so that's good and the sun felt so good yesterday oh I got sunburn and it's not even that bad I was out there in that sun for a long time and just soaked it in oh oh that vitamin D works like a miracle along with some other vitamins I took got some more vitamins while I was out that B complex and that uh, flaxseed oil You feel so healthy. Oh, what a difference. Your mood, your spirits are lifted, and your energy is lifted. You actually have to pace yourself because even though the air is somewhat cleaner, uh, somewhat clearer, Restrain yourself after you've been locked in for so 
many days, then you go outside, you want to just go, go here, there, everywhere, and everybody else has the same idea, so by the time you go where you want to go, the lines are very long, and you want to be extra careful. stepped up my game and got extra green vegetables and red red and uh, deep purple and uh, orange and uh, yellow fruit all kind of different fruit juices green juices to step up your game not only to maintain good health but to cleanse out all those extra toxins <clears throat> at least oh, some places we didn't have to breathe in ashes we didn't have to see the ashes rain down on us but we what we did breathe in invisible but you still felt like a bowl of spaghetti (laughs) even with the windows closed the air comes in and you still feel just like a wet noodle very limp weak legs very wobbly so it's not smart to get outside and automatically just break out in a power walk. <laughs> no, the body won't won't appreciate that. It will shut you down. Mm. It's hard to find good news, but it's got to be in here somewhere. <laughs> I keep scrolling until we find it. that he didn't commit. He was wrongly convicted at the age of 15. CBS News' Amy Johnson has more on his case and what it took to get him released. Cheers erupted as Yvonne Barnes walked out of the men's central jail a free man. I'm just thankful. I'm overwhelmed right now, but I'm just thankful to be here. He and his mother arm in arm. I don't know how I feel. I just know that I'm excited and I'm happy that I have my son back. Now 34 years old, Barnes was locked up for nearly two decades for a crime he says he didn't commit. It's overwhelming, man. Uh, it's been 19 years. So it's, uh, it's something I prayed for for years. He credits the attorneys at the LMU Loyola Law School Project for the Innocent for helping with his release. Well, I want to uh, tell the whole Loyola, I appreciate y'all for fighting for me. I appreciate everything because it's been a long journey. The journey began when Barnes was just 15, accused of attempted murder. He was tried in adult court and convicted of gang crimes based largely on statements by a teenage witness who later recanted.
Barnes was sentenced to 40 years to life. The Project for Innocent attorney spent six years fighting for him, and last week a judge re-sentenced Barnes to a lower term and ordered him immediately released. Congratulations, Iman! fight for freedom was slowed by the pandemic. Barnes, who suffers from sickle cell anemia, contracted COVID-19, but never gave up. I'm just thankful. I just kept praying. I never stopped praying. And he thanked everyone else for their prayers. My mother, my family, the church, um, everybody. I just appreciate everybody for their support. Like all the prayers, um, everybody that signed a petition for me, everybody that been praying the whole time. Under current California law, 15-year-olds can no longer be tried in adult court or receive such harsh sentences like the 40 years Barnes received. His attorneys say they will continue to fight to prove his innocence. Amy Johnson, CBS 2 News. Serving 19 years in San Quentin. Oh, no. 15 years old in a state prison. The worst of the worst. Oh, yeah, he needed to get out of there. Even if they didn't free him, he had no business there. <sighs> That's the Charlie Mansons and Oh no no no. Well there you have it. <laughs> and that's what we call good news here on the West Coast. We're I guess a whole different level over here. I'm almost out of time. We'll be back with another segment. by anywhere from 45 to 400 million dollars. We must take action now to put ourselves in a better position to withstand the financial crisis created by the COVID-19 pandemic in our city. The city and the state are hoping for a much needed financial lifeline from Congress. The lawmakers are fighting over another stimulus package to help Americans stay afloat. So far, no compromise has been reached in Congress. If nothing is done, companies that receive the money from the CARES Act could begin laying off tens of thousands of employees next month. Live in the newsroom, I'm Tom Wake. Pat, back to you. All right, thanks for that, Tom. KCAL 9 and CBS 2, they were talking about the mayor of L.A., Eric Garcetta, Garcetti, is announcing possible layoffs of city employees because of budget shortfalls. Their hair is on fire during fire scenes season 
fire season or some sort of unusual occurrence and we need the TV to see what's going to happen next but most of the time you'll find it online even before that but the thing is there's so much online until to narrow it down just for your location it's sometimes better just to go on your local TV stations not absolutely necessary but after a global pandemic was declared LA is preparing for the possibility of another epic event massive layoffs CBS 2's Tom Wade is live in the newsroom with the marching orders from the mayor. Tom. Yeah, this is pretty sad news, Pat. For months, city officials have warned of tough times ahead as revenue has fallen and businesses continue to struggle. Today, Mayor Garcetti said potentially painful moves into motion. A, mem- a memo from his office told top managers to identify positions that could be eliminated in order to cut costs by 3%. Also called on negotiators to work with employee unions on ways to save money such as postponing or eliminating previously approved pay raises. According to reports, LA's revenue came in nearly $300 million below expectations since the start of the city's stay-at-home order. And now Garcetti wants his lieutenants to prepare for a, quote, potential layoff scenario. Part of his memo reads, our overall revenues remain very uncertain, and the Office of Finance has projected revenues may fall short of the budget by anywhere from 45 to $400 million. We must take action now to put ourselves in a better position to withstand the financial crisis created by the COVID-19 pandemic in our city. The city and the state are hoping for a much-needed financial lifeline from Congress. The lawmakers are fighting over another stimulus package to help Americans stay afloat. So far, no compromise has been reached in Congress. If nothing is done, companies that received money from the CARES Act could begin laying off tens of thousands of employees next month. Live in the newsroom, I'm Tom Wade. Pat, back to you. All right, thanks for that, Tom. Well, that was the beginning of this previous story that we heard about the layoffs coming. But if he's saying a 500, 600 million shortfall, yeah, that sounds like a lot. But honestly, no one department could generate that in, in one month. And he has so many departments. Not all of them are revenue generators, but he has um, more than one that can generate that much and oh, and beyond that in one month. So, <laughs> no, it sounds serious, but you know that doesn't even speak about the reserves. How much do do the does he have in reserves available to offset that amount? So you see a lot of things that we hear and that sounds so devastating, upsetting. They're really maybe politicized. How, how else could you 
characterize it because you know <laughs> there was a time when not too long ago when <coughs> excuse me we were hearing basically the sky is falling the sky is falling and we're going to lay off and we're going to have to downsize and this that and the other we don't know how we're going to make it to the ne- <laughs> to the next budget to the next week and we're go- we're flying by the seat of our pants and we're hanging on by a thread then <coughs> then you dig in and do some research and you find out well that be you know the numbers just don't support that it, it just does not support that and then when that is revealed when the media reveals that side of the story they all of a sudden come forward and say oh we suddenly found XYZ number of millions hundreds of millions just uh hidden away, collecting dust. I mean, it's, believe me, (sighs) everything new is old. How did Solomon say it in the Bible? Nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that's a little too, (laughs) too jaded, but Claim a 
abortion is uh, murder and all all this stuff but whistleblower alleges high rate of hysterectomies and medical neglect at ICE facility by Priscilla Alvarez, CNN, September 15th. Yeah, I think we already, we already promote, we already went over this story. Mm-hmm. Don Wooten, a licensed practical nurse by the center who's represented by the government accountability project and project south stated in a complaint that while some women may have required a hysterectomy quote everybody's uterus cannot be that bad business 
that's helped thousands of people become pain-free and much happier. My line gives me a chance to do something bigger than being a TV personality, and I knew I would regret it for the rest of my life. If I let that opportunity pass me by, Tyler went on to say that he never really expected things to get this big and that several networks and studios were furious that he was splitting up his time. In fact, relations with producers grew so tense that they ended up giving him an ultimatum a three-movie deal for his wellness line. He knew he would receive scrutiny from fans and sponsors for quitting, but he felt it was time to work on something that would positively change the lives of millions of people. show a picture of him with Jimmy Fallon where he announced his biggest project. The product Perry is referring to is his breakthrough CBD wellness line Prime Green CBD. It must be cannabis or something. I'm not sure. The star has spent the past three years developing a line highly effective and highly potent wellness products that he claims are the solution for those who don't want to resort to using opiates. Oh yeah, he's talking about the opiate crisis that so many people died and, and still are dying. His product, Prime Green CBD, sold out within 10 minutes when first launched and it seems the world can't get enough of the benefits and results. Tyler even admitted that big pharma companies are furious with him after noticing a large decline in sales since Prime Green CBD was launched on the market. Quote, users of Prime Green CBD are experiencing results that before now were only possible through prescription medication. It's obviously a much cheaper and safer alternative, and because of that, pharmaceutical companies are finding it harder to keep patients using their prescriptions. Having a crowd of angry pharmaceutical companies is a unique an effective endorsement for Prime Green CBD, but Perry has still been proactive in getting Prime Green CBD into the hands of those who need it. Prime Green CBD has been found to have a positive impact on key body functioning functions, including... <coughs> physical, and psychological 
This includes, but not limited to, reduces chronic pain, supports joint health, reduces anxiety, headaches, blood sugar, supports cognitive health, antioxidant support. So does a, a, a walk outdoors in the sunshine, does all of that for me. But here again, there's no one size fits all. Even with his product, it won't, it obviously is not for everyone. While making an appearance on NBC, he gifted the cast and crew with Prime C, Prime Green CBD products and made sure every guest was given a sample of the life-changing supplement. Since then, he has cultivated a huge celebrity clientele who are regularly recording the products or reordering correction are regularly reordering the products see for yourself you have a picture of Morgan Freeman and his testimony are these paid I would guess they are Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey and her testimonial Wendy Williams, Dave, oh, Dave Chappelle. (laughs) He says, it's hard to believe, but all my chronic pain. CBD, just listen to him. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, Chappelle. <laughs> oh my goodness, Dave Chappelle. 
weigh in on that. I mean, the other ones we know, they love Tyler Perry, so they're going to say whatever. They don't even have to be paid. They just love him, so they're going to say it. <laughs> Why did he have to... <laughs> negotiate a third term a third term and is throwing out baseless lies about him getting spied on in 2016 he can't get over that which is sad and depressing he has got the American society brainwashed and makes them think he is a saint that can do no wrong oh my goodness I don't think there's a whole bunch of people that believe that Hmm, the last leader of history did the same thing which was Hitler we all know how that turned out right after the election. What does this say? The 768-page book is the first of two volumes of Obama's memoir and will be published in 25. And it doesn't tell you anymore. Oh, yeah. 
this will make me forget Dave Chappelle's <laughs> overnight success. <laughs> With that product that uh, he claimed caused all his chronic pain to vanish. <laughs> now this news, dated September 17th, Kaduna, Nigeria's third largest state has passed a law that would allow for the surgical castration of convicted rapists. The law would also allow the death penalty for anyone convicted of raping a child under the age of 14. Women convicted of eight of child women convicted of child rape could have their fallopian tubes removed. (laughs) Additionally, the law allows for life sentences for anyone convicted of raping someone older than 14. Several women's rights groups have called for stricter stricter rape laws in Nigeria as cases of reported rape have skyrocketed during COVID-19 lockdown. Kaduna's new law is being deemed the strictest nationwide. In June, the governors of all 36 states in Nigeria of sexual violence to be a, quote, state of emergency. Stay out of Nigeria, that's one way to stay alive. Oh my goodness. some odd number of votes. He said he only got 16 and how that pisses him off. But really, LeBron really pissed off when you stand up for any so-called underdog, especially if you stand up for people of color or women. You know that that goes with the every 
punishment that you can imagine. It's a wonder he hasn't been completely run out of the league. Not that it won't happen, but he stood up for so many people that were murdered by the police. He's doing so much for families that have basically nothing. Bellum movie now playing at home. Let's click and see what it says. On demand. Available on all major digital and cable providers. Oh, YouTube, Redbox. video, Apple TV, Google Play, Xfinity, Fandango Now, Microsoft, and others. another segment. Dave Chappelle's got my sinuses all sketched out. (laughs) 